Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Zinc. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. Soon, the whole world will turn to that which it now ridicules, and we will prepare the grounds to receive them. If you know of what I speak, you, of all people, should now shine without fear, so help you everyone who's not yet ready. I don't even know what that means. That is some word salad in the words of Sarah and Nippy from A Little Does, Bit Culty. Is there anyone out there that understands that? Because I am definitely not at the level no. of evolution to understand what in the actual fuck that meant. <laughs> and that was from a day ago from our boy, Bentino. Bentino Massaro, the subject of our episode today. <laughs> The worst. I don't oh, know. I don't, even think I, I don't even think I can say which one's worse, him or Teal. Oh, They're both terrible. They're both terrible. I did hear that they got into a little fight one time, and I would have loved to have seen that. Ooh, me too. I'm kind of sad little, I missed out on that. Spirituality argument. <laughs> God, those two. Such War f- of the internet gurus. We're, yeah. Wow. So yeah, today we're going to be diving into Bentino Massaro. Last week we talked about Teal Swan and her bullshittedness Mm -hmm. so if you missed that please go back and listen to it because in that episode we also dive into the bite model by Stephen Hassan which explains how cults and thought control are used we also talk about the narcissistic personality disorder and the nine traits of that you only need five of them but our boy Bentino and our girl Teal have pretty much all nine Yeah, which is a fun time. I just wanted to start off with a quote from E.J. Dixon, who wrote an article in Rolling Stone in (laughs) April of 2022. She describes Bentino as, quote, part spiritual leader, part wellness guru, part aspirational Instagram bro. And I I guess I want to preface again um, that we are laughing and being silly because this man is ludicrous. But there are people who I know, I like to think of them as my friends, but they're just my internet peoples that I know who also, who have been a part of this community and been devastatingly hurt by him and his bullshit. 
and it is not a laughing matter. And I understand no. that that you know there we'll get into it but he has also had a situation of someone die by suicide because of what he said so this is not jokey we're just i have to sometimes make light of it because we have to because this is so what we have to do freaking in adversity. heavy yeah but i just want to make take a pause and say to all of the people the men and women who have been hurt by him and are trying to heal and come out of that like this is for us or the reason for this is not to make light but to open up the world to see him for what he is so that more people know and less people join up and as i said before with teal you can go to his instagram page and you can report him just do it every day it's fun for <laughs> you know uh i think it's like inappropriate content or dangerous content or something mm-hmm. like that because it is And so another thing that I want to say is that even though we have researched the hell out of it, we might get something wrong. So if you have experienced him firsthand, if you have anything that you can correct, we are so open to that. Yes, definitely. We're here to spread information and to give you education around people like this so that you can armor yourselves against people like this because Contrary to what you might think, it is extremely easy to fall prey to people like this. We have heard so many times over and again of, I would never, I would never, that could never happen to me. I'm too smart for that. These people just must not be smart enough or might be too vulnerable. Okay, there are extremely intelligent people who join up with cults on a daily basis because they actually target more intelligent people and And people who have more open ways of thinking. Right. So do not think for one second that you are immune to anything like this. I mean, the person who I know is someone who I've looked up to for years um, on social media, taken many of her like social media challenges. Like it's, it's a whole thing of journaling and we go through a different process with each one. And she went down the road with Bentino and these people are just very attractive. I don't know that he's physically attractive. To some he is. And if you look at his Instagram page, to, to us, maybe not. I could see how people could, could be attracted too. to him. He's just not my type. If you see my husband, you'll see why. He's like completely the I mean, opposite. I do find power to be attractive. Agreed. And so that could probably draw me in, especially if he was love bombing me. Are yes. you kidding? And making me feel special. Yes. Like someone that like that, mm-hmm. I would be like, yes, please. And his Instagram page is pretty. It's, it is. It's curated beautifully. And um, he has definitely had a glow up from <laughs> when he started this journey about 10 years ago on YouTube. But, you know, if you look at him now, he's got tight haircut and suave look. And I love how the author of the Rolling Stone article described him as a having a Zach Morris type um, <laughs> hair, hair thing going on. And, and he's always like dressed to the nines. Yes. And he has this cigar thing and, that yeah. he loves to do. And the smoke is always like beautifully like floating yeah. up above him. And... There is a mystery to him. Yes. And I will say that as I follow, and I can say her name because you can read about Jade Electra in Rolling Stone, and you can also listen to her story on, it's a little bit culty. But I will say that as I watched that journey, it was very intriguing. I want to go to fancy parties. I want to be dressed up like, a princess you know I mean everything that's very lavish that at least she showed in her stories of her time there he lives large without making any money he makes money 
Oh, I know how he makes money. <laughs> um, but I think you described it to me off air perfectly. You said it was like looking at something out of The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. And if I were to follow along with something like that, I would be drawn in in an instant because that shit is my jam. Yeah. Like I would be like, that is so beautiful. Like I want to be part of a very like glamorous elite, 20s glam elite yes, yeah. thing going on. That looks like fun. Of higher level thinking yes. and evolution. Absolutely. Spirituality in a new pretty glam package. Yes, exactly. <laughs> While we've said all the things that are, are appealing and attractive upon first look, we need to dive deeper so that you can see what is very unattractive on a deeper look and a deeper level. And I will say that what doesn't attract me to him that I is different from Teal is I really don't understand what he's saying. I mean, he would tell me that I was not on a plane or existence. A frequency. A frequency, thank you. High enough to understand his words from on high. True. True. So I am not there. I do not understand his word salad bullshit. Makes no sense to me. And so I, besides the, the lore of the things I saw happening in the community and the beautifulness of it, I really didn't understand what he was trying to say. He's, to me, he speaks in riddles. Yes, he does. And it's confusing. And I think that that's on purpose because in listening to survivors' stories, at first it's a turnoff. And then it becomes this, like you said, well, you're not on a high enough frequency to understand. So now it's I'm on a mission to get, to there. get to that frequency so that I understand what the fuck you're saying so that I can be as enlightened as you are. So I can also see that appeal too, because I would be like, well, I want to, I want to be on that frequency. Why? I want to understand. I want to be able to say like, I totally get what you're saying, but you can never get there because it's all bullshit. It is. It's bullshit in circles. And before I found that beautiful quote that I just shared with all of you, I had another one that I would like to share with you. Release yourself of the subject as if it were a final object you can deny focus and realize your true state beyond huh huh <laughs> huh <laughs> i really feel like i'm like do okay. we need record scratch now, i don't understand that guy again <laughs> there is a way when you're reading poetry that like i've taught students how to like break things down and figure yeah. it out i shouldn't have to do that with every sentence you say though right unless you're speaking only in poems <laughs> In all seriousness, though, this man has allegedly ador- endorsed suicide and allegedly uses sex as reward and punishment for his female followers. He has also prescribed fasting and restrictive diets. Also, this sleep thing where you only sleep a couple hours and then you like go. I don't know. It was supposed to be rejuvenating and focusing. Yeah, it's called polyphasic sleep. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> polyphasic sleep where you only sleep a couple of hours at a time. And like you said, fasting up to 40 days. He had... He came back and said that that was not true, that Mm -hmm. he only told them five or six. So there's two things that happens in this particular cult. One is extremely in your face, the stories we've heard, Mm -hmm. definitely abusive. And then one is a little bit more subtle. And I'm wondering, I don't know how that works, if that depends if you're in the inner circle as a girlfriend. He has multiple. Yes. Or as one of his workers, or if you're just out there in the community as a follower. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's kind of how that works. I don't know. Yeah. And I just want to kind of throw out there, too, that like he does promote polyamory, which can be very attractive to some people who are looking for that more open, loving relationship, um, but can also be a turnoff to others. But 
also, it's only polyamory for him. <laughs> True. You're not allowed to have another partner. So I don't think that's, po- I don't know what that is. That's like Mormon bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's just manipulation and narcissistic behavior. Yes. He also claims to be able to bilocate, teleport, levitate, and my personal favorite, control the weather. Control the weather. And the best thing about that is on the Vice documentary, he tries <laughs> and he can't do it. That's so great. He can't get the rain to stop. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. You, you can tell. He's like, the farmers ask me to do it. <laughs> In the Vice documentary, he's also asked, are you in a cult? Are you, do you have a cult? His response is, quote, we are a cult. We are a curious, understanding, loving tribe, end quote. Barf. Yeah. However, he does deny being a cult in the sense that his followers have supposedly complete free will and can leave anytime they want. And that free will is a staple of their beliefs. But as we know from our conversation last week and the week before about teal swan and narcissistic personality disorder is that free will is all smoke and mirrors there is no free will when it comes to groups like this no because you're shamed and you are manipulated and you are blackmailed what i'm going to read to you now is a quote about what happens when you do leave the abuse how it follows you yes and it was important that this person who reached out to us wanted everyone to know that the subtle abuse is what is most dangerous that continues after leaving the group. Right. So a former member of Bentino's community reached out to us uh, and shared her perspective. She said, unfortunately, I got caught in his web and lived with them for a while until there was not much left of me and eventually got kicked out because my frequency wasn't high enough. And then when I asked her, what is it that you want to make sure we share Uh, This was her response. I think that something I see that gets missed in some of the stories that are told is just how incredibly subtle it is and how I really didn't know how bad it was for me until I was in an abusive situation after and I was able to get to the police and all of a sudden noticed that in quotes, the matrix, which he calls the thing we are taught to fear, was actually incredibly understanding and was able to give me the help and the justice I needed. I really was convinced even after I left the community that everything was my fault, that I had manifested my own abuser and my own disease simply because of my own frequency. It is such a subtle thing, but it takes a while to reprogram. The experience in the community is one thing, but it happens so subtly that they're also setting people up for abuse afterwards. And that can sometimes even be more devastating. So this was shared with permission. And I do believe that this is a really important side of things that aren't being talked about. That part where she says you're made to believe that you manifested your own abuse, your own illness, your own whatever goes wrong, that it's because you manifested it and probably because your frequency wasn't high enough. It breaks my heart that that's what she's going through. And that's what people are going through after experiencing relationships with these types of people. And this is not uncommon. Being in a controlling relationship or in a controlling group changes your brain. It changes the wiring in the way that you think about yourself. I mean, just like trauma, it is trauma. So it's just, it's it's doing the same thing as if you had some sort of trauma in your life. You're rewiring and rewiring. understanding things right it takes advantage of your being in a vulnerable position 
And when you're seeking comfort in identity, things like this disable your critical thinking process. So it makes it hard for your brain to be able to process emotions and like maintain control over your thought processes. So this is something that takes a long time to break out of. And that's scary. Oh, it breaks my heart. It really does. But she did say in another message that therapy has helped her immensely to unwind all of that. And I believe that she's in a better space now. That's amazing. And Mm -hmm. I'm so happy and thankful for that. Me too. That is definitely encouraging. There are some other tips for you if you feel as though your thoughts have been controlled or you've been in a position like this and ways to get out of it. Therapy is a huge, huge thing for you to definitely look into and find someone to talk to. Um, specifically someone who's in trauma-focused therapy or someone who is an expert in cults or controlling relationships. Journaling is a huge um, aspect of this. Reading about it and educating yourself, listening to podcasts, watching shows, and um, learning to be in the moment. So practicing mindfulness is very big because when you are in these relationships and in these situations, you are living in the moment, but you're living in the moment of the truth that the person, the reality that the person has created for you, if that makes sense. So you're living in a different reality and you're sleep deprived most of the time you're, you've fasted. So you're in when you're especially under Bentino's control, fasting and sleep deprivation are two of his huge techniques. So uh, main techniques that he uses. So those make you weaker physically. So in turn, make you weaker in, a men- in your mental state too. So more s- supple, your brain is more supple and more easily able to be formed and controlled by someone else. He so, also had a certain way he liked the women around him to look. Yes. And then the last thing would just be to like avoid romantic relationships or dating until you feel well and whole on your own. So this Rolling Stone article that came out is lengthy, but full of information. Very good information. We will link it here. And I wanted to read a quote about distortion readings. Oh, before you do that, (laughs) this shit boils my blood (laughs) like and he's not the only one who uses it. And I tried to do research on this, but it was so hard because every group cult, whatever, calls it something different. But it's a common theme that I have heard about and read about in culty groups that what you're about to describe. Fuck. There's even a thing in the Christian world that they do this to you. What? When they call you out on your like sins. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With like, it's more than one person. Like they come together and it's Mm -hmm. like an intervention. Oh yeah. Okay. Awesome. So glad I'm free of everybody. (laughs) God. Okay. So this is a quote. It says, Masaru's former students said that he would encourage them to participate in distortion readings where they pointed out each other's flaws and insecurities. Masaru confirms this saying he recommends people go to one another for reflections and that the intention is to encourage helpful communication. But when he led such readings, it felt like (laughs) a front for psychological abuse, says a former member who was asked to remain anonymous. It was a little like a game, she says. Sometimes it would be really harsh and then he'd say, oh, but I do this out of love and it kind of breaks you down. She says that she witnessed many people breaking down crying after such readings, which would often invoke past sexual or physical traumas. 
And then if someone were to talk about their sexual trauma, he would then ask one of his girlfriends to go upstairs and reenact it. I got, it made me physically ill when I read that. I can't even imagine the torment and the mind fuckery that goes behind being involved with something like that. Because you're following this person who you trust and you think that you're helping these people work yeah. through their trauma. So you're doing these things out of compassion and empathy because you are a good person. But the person who's leading the whole thing is doing it out of a power trip and getting their fucking rocks off on watching these people suffer and squirm. Yeah, the things that were said are, were just awful to the people who had to have these reflections. And apparently that happened a lot. So like if you disagreed with something or something was wrong, well, we need to have a reflection. I think in Nexium they called those EMs. I think they did. Yes. And so that was like a, ref, you know, a reflective time of like, here's some shit that you're doing wrong. And then in Scientology, it's called auditing. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, these people, man, they can't like come up with anything new, can they? No, it's all, it's all reinventing the wheel with a different mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. Electra says, and that's Jade, he coerces people to get their deepest traumas out. So then they feel like they can't speak against him because, because he has this on them. Have we heard that before people? <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. That's like cult 101. It is. It's in every single cult. What is up with that? It's, it's collateral. You know it is something that narcissistic people do. Narcissistic personality they disorder. Do. We talked about that. Yes. Oh, they love they to have get the to juice. Know the juice. They have to know all the details. They have to know everything about you. And it's a control thing. You guys remember my story about Jill? She was pissed that she didn't know I had breast implants. I was like, what the fuck? Why do you care? That other people knew and she didn't know was, I think, the biggest thing. How she pushes to know all the all of the most horrific things about your life and all the details you know I had one of those when you were saying like in in religious too I was like my gosh this did happen to me when I was in young life as a teenager my group of girlfriends because it was like a group of 10 of us and we were all in young life we were all extremely involved we were all in leadership with it we went to like the summer camps and did the Mm -hmm. work crew and summer staff and all that stuff and saved people and saved people and they pulled me it was our senior year of high school and they pulled me to one of our girlfriend's houses that night all 10 of us and um in sat in a circle and I had to sit in the circle while they went around the circle and all told me how I sinned and that's a whole nother level it's a whole other level and I had they had told me at that point that before I had gotten there that they sat in a circle with candles and prayed for my soul what the fuck yeah and it all started because me and another girl liked the same boy. <laughs> so I was told that night over and over again how I was a sinner. I was yeah. like, and I was like, I am, I am a sinner. I am, you know, and but then I went home and I was like, my sister happened to be visiting. And if anybody knows my sister. <laughs> I told her about this and I started crying and I was like, I don't understand she did not skip a beat. She picked up that landline and dialed that girl's phone <laughs> number so fast. And before I could say anything, I was like, no, because, you know, as a teenager, you're like, you're oh, ruining yeah. my life. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, how dare you? Who do you think you are? We are all sinners in this world, you know, because we my whole family was very religious and everything. And she was just I mean, she 
tore into them and was like you are abusing this girl like this is not okay that is that actually leads me right to this next part because you had your sister there Mm-hmm. But what mm. these lovely people like to do is say, leave your family and your friends. Yes. And I have another quote, unless you want to read it. because oh, go Okay, good, because it has my favorite word in it. <laughs> I will read this one as well. Fuck your relationships, all of them, to your parents, to your family, to your friends, to the people around you, to me. Fuck your relationships, he says in one 2017 lecture. They mean nothing. They mean nothing. Don't give a fuck about your family. Don't give a fuck about your children. Don't give a fuck about your parents. Don't give a fuck about your partner. Okay. So you're going to leave all those people behind. And then who do you have bringing you back? Yes, exactly. There's no one to bring you back. Right. Because you've left them all. Thank God I was 16 or 17, I guess, 17 years old and told my family. Yeah. There are plenty of people who don't do that. And I only told them because I'm (laughs) Now, okay, this is something I have to get over saying. I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say how I felt about myself because this is what I was told because I was an over-emotional and sensitive person who cried about everything. So like when I come home in tears, my family's like, uh, (laughs) what's wrong? And, you know, I happened to open up about it where some people don't. And at some other point in time of my life, I might not have. Because the shame would have been too heavy or you would have been ostracized from your family either way. Right. That is a big thing for him. He really does uh, create this big huge space between you and your friends and your family and that is another awesome way to manipulate and control you I'm not going to go through the entire thing but go to our show notes we'll link it in this show as well to the bite model by Stephen Hassan and that will explain each way that they manipulate and control and he definitely hits every single one he's a b-i-t-e he is (laughs) (laughs) behavioral control information control thought control and emotion control speaking of information control normally that's talking about the information that's coming into the person and so they control what they can watch listen to who they talk to because they want to control the information that they're getting so that nobody is saying to them um this is bullshit (laughs) yeah you should not so Scientology does that. They're not allowed to like use the internet. So in the Sea Org, there were people who had like never Googled and did like had no idea and then escaped and got out and started researching. And they were like, holy shit, this is like all over the place on how bad this organization really is. But with Bentino, he takes it a step further on information going out of the group as well. And for you to attend one of their seminars or retreats, you have to sign an NDA. If you don't know what that is, it's a non-disclosure agreement. It is a contract. So his NDAs are about $300,000. So if you speak out about what goes on in these retreats, he is contractually saying he can sue you for $300,000. What the fuck? What the fuck is right? That should tell you right there There's some shit going down that he does not want people to know about. But what he'll explain it away as is I've been hurt before by people who misinterpreted things, who, you know, were angry and all of these things. So for those that did sign it, I am sure that he talked them out of it being weird at all. I'm sure he did. He speaks in such a way that I would, I think by the end of the time, I would be (laughs) like, like, whatever you want me to sign, I don't care. I don't know what you said, but I, I agree with it. Sure. That makes sense to me. 
now because you don't want to admit to like I don't know what you're saying one of the things that happened to Jade is that you know she has a massive social media following especially on Instagram massive and she's a beautiful writer and her post changed and because he was telling her basically that she doesn't have thoughts of her own and can't write he basically wrote or approved or and Jade you can correct me on that but I know that he had to approve what she sent out or what she posted some of the things that I'm sure he wouldn't want to get out are some of the more traumatic things that have come from this community in 2017 he had a retreat which was filmed and he says quote wake up to something important otherwise kill yourself end quote this shit is dangerous We'll say it over and over again. We said it with Teal Swan. We'll say it with Bentino. People take those things to heart. And one follower, Brent Wilkins, took those words directly to heart. And when he didn't feel as though he were living up to something important and able to wake up to that something important, he did take his own life and die by suicide while attending one of the retreats. He was found in the ravine wearing the pass to the retreat for Bentino Massaro in Sedona. 27 years old. (sighs) So young. So dangerous. So dangerous. We're talking about the less subtle aspects of this group and what he does. And a lot of that has to do with just control. He just wants to have and exhibit control over people. So in order to do that, he puts people through these quote tests but doesn't tell them that they're tests that are happening at the time and so one of the stories that was shared was how with his then girlfriend Jacqueline Graham he Jacqueline and a group of inner circle people were out at a restaurant and he asked her to remove her clothes at the restaurant and she responded no she wasn't going to do that and he immediately said well this was a test and you failed a few years later i actually don't know the exact timing but they are sitting around and he is giving this talk on masculinity and jade was there for that and he said to her i want you to take off all of your clothes and i mean as the rest of us would be it was like what the fuck for real like what But at that point, you're so under this whole like spell of him and you don't want to disappoint him and you don't want all of these things. So she did it. Then he made her sit on his lap while he felt her breasts and told them this is masculinity. So the bravery it took for her to come out and tell that story that most people would stay in forever as shame and all of those things. The bravery that it took for her to share that is just an amazing thing. And I hope by people hearing even more extreme measures of what he did, less people would go follow him. Less people would believe bullshit that he's spewing because the subtle's bad and the obvious is bad and neither are worse than the other, but come on, there's no denying that's bullshit. And the subtle is is just as bad as as the overt. Like our, our former member who reached out to us said, that follows you and that stays with you and that lives with you every day and you blame yourself. And so you find yourself in these places of worthlessness and guilt and shame. And that's just a dangerous, scary place to be. And I'm sure it's the same for the fact that you like said yes to him, whether it be for some sort of sexual favor mm-hmm. or taking your clothes off or having a reflection with someone and saying horrible things to them. I mean, that shit stays with you forever. So when Bentino, (laughs) I'm sorry. 
This is no laughing matter. <laughs> it's okay. Deep breath. But when Bentino <sighs> gets upset, he threatens to dissolve into the absolute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't Sorry. say that without laughing. No, and I feel really bad because I understand when you're talking about spirituality and you're. He's like deep into these things. Like it's a, that's something that's probably like, oh shit, like I'm going to cause this leader that yes. everyone looks up to, to yes. just disappear. So, and but it's would, hard for us on the outside to just be like, what the fuck? You're just going to disappear? Like, <laughs> no, I, dissolve. Dissolve. Excuse dissolve. me. You're just going to dissolve. And he would tell them that he had these entity attacks and it was because one of the followers in the group let these entities in. It's always somebody else's it's fault. always somebody else. And so everybody's like, I can only imagine the blame game or the paranoia of yourself. Yeah, like it wasn't me. Was it you? Yeah. Wait, or was it me? Was it because I thought for two seconds, like, what is he talking about? Did I let that in? You know who else did that? Who? The big hair. Oh, Gwen Shamblin. Gwen Shamblin yes, did that. Yes, she sure did. She sure did. Anything bad that happened within the church was because somebody within the church wasn't living a holy life. Oh my gosh. And had let it happen. I knew, a memory came up and I was like, who yes. was that? So, wow. Tease it to Jesus, woman. Tease it to Jesus. Okay, so, Bentina, you're not being a very... Um, original. Original, sir. So, uh, these entity attacks then, you know, make him depressed or angry or I don't even know what the fuck he is um, or want to dissolve into the absolute and when people were really annoying him he would say you are annoying my nervous system <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that to my kids <laughs> is it bad I kind of want to say that too <laughs> but in all seriousness like he everything is on the other people it is 1000% mm -hmm. your fault because I am so high in the realm of evolution that it cannot possibly be me. I love the way he's like, I wish you guys could see her right now. The way she was saying that she was like channeling her inner Bentino. Like I it was, was like using my such, hands. Yes. Yes. I sat up taller such and I was flourish. like, this man also believes that in 2035 he is taking him and all of his followers to an upgraded civilization let's not get on board for that i just want to point out too when you were saying his thoughts are not original like he could not be more unoriginal because he is repackaging the secret <laughs> in a completely different looking uh, yes he is more word more salady riddles also more like mean mm, great gatsby party in vibe sexual <laughs> sorry i shouldn't laugh it's that uncomfortable thing like where i laugh because it's, it's, it's uncomfortable like uncomfortable laugh also ah, it's heavy it's it so is. heavy we are not laughing at anyone no. who was with him we no. are not laughing at anything like that we are laughing at the absurdity that is bentino i should also note that in the rolling stone article it does mention that jacqueline graham his former girlfriend mentioned that he told her that he was diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. He has since denied that and says that that is untrue claim, but it's out there now. And I would say he fits everything to a T. So what I wanted to do with both of these is write good things. Was able to come up with one. <laughs> Just one for him. That was it. Yeah. He only had one. Okay. In one of his talks, he said one thing, literally one thing that resonated with me. And I was like, okay, yeah. 
but it's like not new. It's like the oldest thing in the world that's just hard to do. And it's sit in silence. If you sit in silence long enough, it will teach you everything you need to know. That's true. But that's also a but, centuries old I mean, thing to do. It's called meditation, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So sitting still is just hard for me. And so like anytime I hear that, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I should do that. But that was it. He did not say anything else that had any sort of meaning at all to my, I was like, nah, brah, anybody can be called to something like this. If he would have given me an ounce, how, why would he care what 935 followers Amy Baumgartner <laughs> has, right? So that's like not even yeah. a thing, but I could see being pulled into his web if he had given me any sort of like ounce of like encouragement or like, who are you? Let's talk about that for a second, because he went after people who were social media influencers. That's, that's the thing. He went after her. Large amounts of followers and large amounts of money if also followers in addition, or money of, yes so he followers either or both <laughs> right so he was able to obtain large amounts of money from other followers and you know has been asked to I'm pay only it back. laughing because i don't have money and i don't right. have followers right. so we do not fit either of <laughs> so he did not he was not interested in me when people gave him money his attitude towards them would change very quickly um the rolling stone article says quote as soon as the money was transferred, however, she says, his energy towards me shifted. I came into his room one day and he was kind of quiet with me. And he was like, you know what? All of a sudden, I'm not feeling very attracted to you. End quote. Wow. Same way of like getting kicked out because your vibrational frequency wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. You're no longer used to me. Yes. She said he paid her back a, a fifth. fifth. Mm -hmm. And I, I understood what she was saying when she said that was enough to put it behind me. Right. There are some things that are so painful and so just traumatic. You just want it to be done. Right. You just want to be able to walk away, and, close that chapter mm, and move on. And Completely so, understandable. You know, totally understandable. I mean, shame on him for just basically stealing that money from her. But um, to be able to close that door, I'm sure is a great relief. I know that we have given you plenty to dislike about Bentino Massaro, but there are a couple more things that I just want to give <laughs> a couple more nuggets to give you so that you can just take it to the level where we are, where I just, ooh, burns. It burns in my in the pit of my stomach. You can find this information yourself by going to Bentino's Instagram and social media accounts and seeing that he has jumped on a few um, conspiracy theories and he's part of the COVID denialism. So he definitely denies that that is ex in existence and it's baseless. He's also shared YouTube videos by anti-Semite anti David Ick on Facebook. I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but that's how I'm going to say it because he's icky. If he's an anti-Semite. <laughs> it's I-C-K-E. It just, it makes me feel sick and nauseous to even say this. In June of 2020, when it was the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement, Bentino decided to post a photo of himself. And in this picture, he's gazing out in, into the wilderness, into the distance with this pensive look on his face. And the caption says, quote, If you truly want what's best for you, don't linger in blaming your oppressors. That's not true courage. Thank them for showing you your weakness, where you agreed to not love yourself and then change accordingly, end quote. Rage. I feel rage. As Sarah said, as he sits there with his white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. Norwegian, d like ass, I can't. <laughs> Ooh. 
So on top of everything else, he's an elitist and um, a racist. Misogynist. I just want to share a quote, another quote from Jacqueline Graham. She woke up by seeing the vow. Having podcasts, having documentaries, mm-hmm. having books, having blog posts, resources, anything you can possibly get where we are sharing these stories. That's why it's so important that we get this out there. It's helpful when you're trying to wake up from these things or when you're trying to get yourself out or not get yourself in in the first place. But this is a quote from her. I was like, holy fuck. All of this is the same. All the characters were the same. Keith and Ben were the same in their disposition, in what they talk about, in how they talk. And it really was like, oh my God, I'm not a part of something special with some special leader. I'm actually just a part of this weird narcissistic abuse circle. End quote. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. There is nothing special about these people. They are all repackaging, regurgitating the same bullshit that all the rest of them are doing. They're just changing it and making it look a little bit different and in the most dangerous ways the people who have left them will probably be healing for a very long time the amount of sickness and the amount of trauma that he has induced because of his behavior is just ridiculous and it's really important that don't let anybody else follow him don't let anybody else go to his shit I don't even know if you can anymore because he's kind of on the run I heard he was in South Africa but I don't know Yeah, I don't think anybody does for sure, unless you're with him right now. If you are interested, you can look at most of this information that we have shared with you on Rolling Stone. The article is entitled, The Instagram Guru Fucking His Female Followers to Freedom. Another mic drop (laughs) moment. Like, bravo, chef's kiss EJ Dixon for writing this. And for that, that headline is just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Excuse her dog for barking. We have children home from school now my child's here her children and dogs so it's a lot that's the kind of podcasting you're gonna get for the summer folks it's a lot it's a lot yeah so we hope that some of this information was helpful to you we know that it's disturbing imagine how disturbing it is for the people that have been through it and we send love and healing to everyone out there and we just think for yourself stay true to yourself and trust your gut keep vigilant trust yourself you know yourself better than anyone else if something feels a little bit like, oh, I don't know about that, might not be the person you want to go to for your spiritual advisement. Yeah. Or if something feels off, ask someone outside of the group mm-hmm. for their opinion. Or someone who's left. Yes. Or someone who's left. That's yeah. a great piece of advice. That would be excellent. Yes. If any parts of these episodes have resonated with you and you have some input for us, Or if you are a survivor of one of these groups or a survivor of another group that is in this realm of culty behavior, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to share your story. Or if you just want to connect with us and bullshit and talk about it with (laughs) us, um, we're here to hold space for you. You can email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. You can leave us a short voicemail on our website, www.unqualifiedtherapists.com. There's a little pink microphone. You can leave up to two minutes of a voicemail or you can DM us on Instagram. Just so you know, we are unqualified and therefore we stand by that. We will not be doing any therapy, reflection, mirroring. (laughs) I don't even know. Bullshit. Completion process. Auditing. EMing. No, none of that. But we will chat and hold space. That's about where we can go to with our expertise. Yes, we are here for that for you. So everyone stay true to yourself. Stay wild. And Weird Warriors, we love you. 
This episode was brought to you by Amy Baumgartner and Sarah Simone. The theme song and our other music is provided by Epidemic Sound. This episode was mixed, mastered, and produced by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsync. If you have a mental health journey you'd like to share, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com, or you can reach out on our website, www.unqualifiedtherapists.com. Until next time, warrior, hold on. We're gonna make it. Say it now, say it proud, shout it out, make it where we go.